Welcome to Stop, Back, and Roll, a podcast about ringing in the new year in a world that's increasingly cyberpunk dystopia. I'm Brandon. And I'm James, and today we're going to be talking about how to make a cyberpunk game and what we went on of TTRPGs in 2023. Am I, is, it, is it doing it? The lines, little wavies, they're growing up and down. Little, little waves, little waves. Yep. Still, do, still got All it. All right. Yeah, we do. Uh, 2023, baby. Yeah, first episode. Of first episode. <laughs> 23. We're not doing that this year. We gotta come up with a new bit. That was last year's bit. Yeah. I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't know if I've got anything. Yeah, we'll, well, we'll come up with it. It's early. It's early yet to have the full bit like down Yeah. at this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, do, I, I said this kind of joke, half-jokingly on Twitter, but I... We're I, not the McElroys, no, okay? No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> we come up with our bits midway through the year and pretend like we were doing it the whole time. Yeah, Not like the that's what we did in 2022. Yeah, 2021. Yeah, all the way back. Yeah, to Go- 1965. Yeah, where actually the first bit was doing this podcast. Yeah, it kind of was. It wasn't a bit. It was we we got together to record because we wanted to spend time hanging out together. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Talking about games and. <laughs> And now we fixed that, and we're doing it separately in our own homes, privately. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no more hanging out. No more seeing each other. Like well, we, we also see weren't each seeing each other then. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, all right, all right, all right. Fair. And, and I, had, I had a terrible camera at the time. Yeah. So, and I was using, like, I think a, using a, um Xbox microphone. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah, I was speaking through a control pad mm-hmm. when we started. Mm-hmm. And, and look at us now. Visionaries, yeah. luminaries. Yeah, yeah. There are there are dozens of people who listen to this podcast. Maybe. Yeah, <laughs> there are dozens of people that download this podcast. Yes, that's true. They download this podcast. <laughs> um. Oh, but yeah, yeah. So I was joking about it on Twitter, but I think that I think I think I think that after however many years we've been doing this, maybe this is the year we bring more people on guests that'd be fun because I, I i've had fun talk, we, i've had fun talking to we, we talked to megan we talked to jeff every once in a while um mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i'd like to do essentially honorary co-hosts yeah i'd like to bring more people yeah. on i mean ultimately the goal is bring enough people on slowly introduce them to hosting and then you and i slowly step <laughs> backwards slowly and see if the podcast the keeps going without us doing yeah, any work yeah. that's that's Lo- log on and go like all right, uh, let's everybody hit record, <laughs> and then just is, uh, like your podcast name. I'm just go. gonna go ahead and hit me. <laughs> that is, it, Brandon is talking. He is actually muted right now. He can't. <laughs> He's making a lot of hand gestures. I'm. It's it's. I can't. And that's what we'll do. Yeah. That was a visual joke. That was like yeah. a next level maybe, visual joke. Maybe our bit for 2023 is more visual jokes. Maybe our bit for 2023 should be making good podcast material. Yeah. <laughs> that hasn't helped us so far. <laughs> How but will we know if we don't start? I guess. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so we wanted to get together and chat a little bit um, about, I, I know you've been playing a game recently that you'd like to talk about. Yeah. We want to talk a little bit about 
what our kind of goals are for 2023. I, I don't know that goals is the right word. Yeah. Because I'm feeling I'm feeling more selfish in it. <laughs> and because like you, you worded it as like what we want to get out of tabletop games in yeah. 2023. And, and I think that that's kind of where I am also of like, like. And not to get like too philosophical or not to be a bummer, but like, why Like, are we doing things like to be doing things that we want to be doing and enjoying doing and finding getting getting the good the stuff out of it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like weasels. What? Sucking the marrow out of life. Just like. Do you suck on weasels? Thoreau to get style. No. This... Weasels suck the marrow out of life. Oh. I didn't know that. It's a whole thing. It's a oh. whole thing. It was like Thoreau or Emerson, or maybe that's the same person. This sounds. Don't even know. Plausible. I don't know. I paid so little attention <laughs> in like high school English. Well, I'm unhelpful. Too. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that's what I'm doing is I'm doing uh, the Emerson PBTA game. Mm, this is yeah, 2023, year, the year we become weasels. Yeah. <laughs> 2020 wheeze. We're not the McElroys. Um, there's only two of us. There's only two of For us. For now, Thank that's God. why we need to get Thank a third God. person. And that's why we need to get a third one to be our brother. Yeah. If you'd like to be our brother. Uh, <laughs> go back in time yeah yeah so many things need to change yes <laughs> so many things <laughs> if, if you want to be our brother too late and i'm sorry yeah start, starting with the fact that we are not brothers yeah that, that would so be go like back in time one. make us brothers and then make yourself a brother as well you're gonna need to go back in time twice <laughs> it's not gonna happen in one go yeah and the first time you're gonna uh, change something, and then who knows? Yeah, ripple yeah. effect. And then you you can't go back. No. Yeah. So can, anyway, can, I, uh, can, I, can I can I talk about Neon <laughs> yeah, Black? Yeah, tell me about this game. <laughs> so, um, I my one of the groups that I play with, we decided we wanted to play some. We have a couple like reoccurring universes we go back to. And okay. uh, one of them was, uh, but we go back in like wildly different time periods, which is, I think, okay. very fun. Um, so yeah. like we played a game of The Veil, which is a cyberpunk game. And in the end of that campaign, we discovered that the world we were in was actually a generation ship, like out in space. Oh, OK, cool. And so now we're playing a cyberpunk game set on like a ring world where all of the generation ships that had been sent out into space kind of came back to Earth and built themselves, found Earth destroyed, built themselves into a, a, a ring. And so we're playing like in the same universe, but thousands of years later. Okay. <laughs> um, so we wanted to play cyberpunk. A bunch of the guys had watched the cyberpunk Netflix show. Okay. And so instead of going, hey, you know, that's based on a tabletop game. Why don't we play that? We all went, let's play a different game. Uh, it's because we were specifically looking for uh, we were feeling heisty, and so we wanted to play a, a Forge of okay. the Dark game. And so we said, what's... what's yeah. Well, so first of all, we said, um, there's got to be a cyberpunk Forge in the Dark game. What if we just uh, hack 5th edition? <laughs> and <laughs> and surprisingly, the answer is, there are fewer cyberpunk Forge in the Dark games than you would think. I I would assume at least like two or three. Yeah. 
they're all there's a couple, but there's a couple like okay that are Forged in the Dark, but they're like designed for a one shot. Or there's a couple that are like mm, okay. very specific subsets of cyberpunk yeah. that weren't what we wanted. So finally, okay. we found this game called Neon Black, which is maybe the best Forged in the Dark game that I've ever played. Ooh, I don't know that I'm okay. It it's. I think my previously my fate my, my my previously my favorite Forge of the Dark game was probably Beam Saber. And Okay. I think this is giving Beam Saber a good run for its money. Okay, very cool. It's also maybe the best cyberpunk game that I've ever played. Okay. I so for for full disclosure on on my side, um I think Quietus is my favorite uh Forge in the Dark game. And uh and I don't know if I've ever played a cyberpunk game because I'm not much of a cyberpunk guy. <laughs> yeah. One of the things that I. Oh, wait, I played one. I played one at uh, like a Metatopia, I think. Mm. But I don't remember which one it was. <laughs> well, and it might. It wasn't Forged in the Dark. Yeah. So one of the things that I hear as a complaint and that I share as a complaint about a lot of Forged, about a lot of um, not Forged in the Dark games, but a lot of cyberpunk games is that they yeah. like. They go heavy on the cyber and a little bit less heavy on the punk part. And so like okay. you end okay. up like like that's the problem with like um what's the the D and Shadowrun. Shadowrun is like you end up working <laughs> What's the D and D? You end up you end up working as like Shadowrunners. Like we're working for, for corporations. So yeah. right off the bat, Neon Black, as one of its principles of the game, says capitalism sucks. The corporations are never right. your friends. Like right off the yeah. bat, like you can go and work for a corporation and you can even get stuff from a corporation, but it's always going to be more expensive. There's always going to be mm. things that are going to they're going to get your hooks, their hooks into you. And it's always going to come with costs, even if you can't see what that cost is. And yeah, yeah. so good like, corporations are like right off the bat. Corporations are bad, but humanity is good. And communities okay. rule. Communities are the best. Like community is the alternate to capitalism. Okay. And so the whole game is very much like focused on the community and less focused on uh or it's focused on the 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 corporations as bad guys. It also like uh it's like every every one of these principles okay. is solid gold. Like humanity is broad, the rich are the villains, um present uh, like follow opportunities, cut to the action, show the disparity, then make it neon, which is so good. That's excellent. All, I like that. All these principles are so good. <laughs> um, and capitalism sucks. Um, and so, yeah. so it, it has made a, lo- a lot of little tweaks. I guess I should say, Neon. I, I wrote this down so I could, I could remember. Um, Neon Black, written by Michael Elliott, who is at Not Writing Games on Twitter. Um, okay. You can go. I'll put the link in the show notes. You can go buy it. It's, it's, it's like I think fifteen dollars, twenty dollars. It's, it's a reasonable nice. for a, for a PBTA or for a Forge in the Dark game that is. So good. Um, yeah. And it makes a lot of little changes. Like one of the things that I've been very impressed with is makes little changes to things. Because Forge of the Dark has this uh, problem I have with Forge of the Dark is that I like it a little bit. <laughs> I like okay. it. But it has a lot of like, I, or I like, I, I, it's, that I, it's more that I don't like it a little bit everywhere. Like <laughs> there are, I like the overall structure of it, but each of the mechanics in little okay. ways kind of grates on me. And Neon Black has done a lot of things that tweak those little bits and make them more tolerable. Okay. But hey, that's good. That's good. Um, 
like the best example i'm gonna this is the i'm just gonna talk about some mechanics for a second or so the two the two big examples that i think are a good tell of this are yeah in in neon black so in any in, in any forge in the dark game you always have your character and then you have your your like crew in mm-hmm. neon black then the crew is usually its own playbook in neon black you, you still have a crew but the crew is your community and so it extends okay. past just the player characters to yeah. everyone like in your okay. in your like neighborhood and so it makes you constantly think like okay if i do this thing like when when you're when you're playing a forge in the dark or when you're playing like blades you're just a group of criminals and so if there are repercussions yeah. against the crew it's just like the four of you but in neon yeah. black you're like you're identifiable as part of the community and so if the repercussions come back on the right. community you have to think about That's those possible feels, yeah. feels worse <laughs> yeah it feels worse or at least different and and as connected to that instead of it being kind of like a set thing there are some frameworks and then you build the community. You like you talk about like why? How did you come together? How are you related? Uh, why do okay. you care about each other? What like what is this? Like what makes the community a community? Yeah, and it it makes you build. sounds great. Yeah, so it's that, like just that little twist. Kind of I I love a lot. Um, yeah, there's that, no that sounds really interesting. In in blades, you kind of have you have resources for yourself, but then you have like you track gold on your own character sheet, and then you track gold on the on the crew sheet in neon black it's just resources on the community like everything you earn goes back oh wow okay because you're you're taking what you can to get by but you're putting it all back into the community because the community is the focus okay you're like really truly like robin hooding yeah around yeah that's very interesting because again like that's we're really leaning into this which is good yeah it's like it's fully going like no (laughs) wealth disparity is bad yeah yeah (laughs) Even if the players are the ones doing it, yes, um, yeah, and it does, there's a little like a lot of little like ease of kind of like gameplay stuff. Like in 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 Blades, you level up or like your your crew gains experience, and once you earn enough experience, you can level the crew up, which costs gold, which is another thing you have to earn. In in uh, you know Black, the only thing that advances the community is when you fill up the resources track. So. Okay, which is just the the amount of money or the the amount of resources that you are bringing into the community, so you can keep spending them, but then you'll never level up. Right, so it it keeps you like laser focused yeah. on. I am if I want to level up, get cool things, get neat stuff. I need to be supporting my community directly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which means stealing bigger and bigger things from the corpos. Yep, 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 yep. <laughs> Um, that's great. That sounds like it's like actually doing what yeah. this genre is supposed to do. It's it, yeah. And which so, is such like a low bar, I know. but also is such a high, high bar for, for cyberpunk games. in particular, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I think for, for cyberpunk and several other genres. <laughs> yeah. So, and then I want to talk about stress because I think okay. the changes that, that, that they made to stress are very cool in. Yeah. I don't, I don't personally like the stress mechanics for, for uh, Forge in the Dark. Yeah, so yeah. to remind everyone, the basic way that stress works is you have a stress track, and as you do things in the game, you fill your stress track. You, you can push yourself, you can aid other people, you can resist things, you can do flashbacks. They all cause you to mark, uh, to mark stress, 
Um, you can, between sessions, you can blow off stress. You can indulge in your vices as a way of reducing the amount of stress you have. Um, but ultimately, when you fill that track, you take a trauma, which removes you from the, from the action. It drops you out of yeah. the conflict. It literally removes yeah. the player from play. And then it gives you a trauma condition, which is just a word like reckless or unstable or obsessed that just like yeah. comes out of nowhere. And mm -hmm. you can ignore it. And you, I mean, you can, you can ignore it. You can totally ignore it. The game says, go ahead and ignore this. Yeah. Or you can lean into it. And if it makes your life trouble, the GM maybe can give you XP for it. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it doesn't quite hit for me. No. And like, that's, that's okay. Cause it, it, I know it does hit really, really well for other people. So the way that neon black flips that a little bit is instead of stress, you have luck. And okay. instead of starting empty and filling it up, uh, it's a track that starts somewhat full. You actually do a roll at the beginning of character creation to determine <laughs> nice. how much luck you start with and you spend it downwards. Okay. And you're spending it for the same things, pushing yourself, aiding, resisting, flashbacking, yeah. stuff like that. Um, kind of monster of the wiki. It's a little monster of the wiki. Um, you also have conditions, which are things that... Um, uh, they're basically fate conditions, except uh, okay. they're not like they're not reducing like in fate. You take conditions to avoid having to mark stress in this. It's just a thing that happens as a result of a bad action. It's just another thing. Okay. It's another um, it's another narrative kind of thing that the GM can put on you rather than marking a clock or reducing effect or, some, or yeah. whatever. Um, they could give you a condition, which is a cool way to like say like to give you a temporary injury from a, it doesn't yeah. really do much. From a mechanical perspective, it's just another kind of it's it's kind of like a secondary stress tract. Yeah, you yeah. are trying to uh, if you so there are basically there are two ways that you can kind of uh, run out of luck is what they call it. Mm -hmm. It's either you spend all of your luck or you mark or you fill all your conditions and need to mark another condition track. Okay, I see. And what happens when you run out of luck is that you experience or you need to mark a condition and can't you experience a calamity. The, there are four calamities that happen or that you can choose from, whichever makes sense okay. in the in the moment. In the moment. You can either become captured. Okay. Um, you can become exposed, which is that somebody like like your 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 crew gets more heat and somebody knows, like notices that you specifically were doing something. Yeah. You yeah. can be taken out of action, like knocked out. Okay. You're, you're like, but it's a little bit less like in in Forge of the Dark it, or in Blades, it's like you're it's like it's ambiguous you're taken out in this it's like you're literally it's like you're knocked unconscious you're still physically there um yeah but you're unconscious you've been hit it's like for if you're in the middle of a combat yeah or yeah. there's a plot twist of some sort okay and so all four of those trigger basically are like there's a couple different like descriptions but that they're open-ended events that are that happen and so um and they and then and then you fill your your luck back up and start over. And okay, great. And and so like in the last session that we played, we were do we were preparing for a heist. We were planning on mm -hmm. going to um my character works for a car manufacturer, so we were looking at the car uh factory. And we were thinking about finding ways to hit that car factory. And while yeah. uh while our doctor was doing some investigation around the the police in the area to figure out like when they were going to patrol it he pushes himself spends the last of his luck 
triggers a calamity. We decide that he gets captured. So he gets basically the cops realize what he's doing uh, and arrest him. And now he's in jail and our heist shifts in the moment radically to now we have to get our buddy out of jail. <laughs> so we throw away all of the, 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 the groundwork we'd been doing. And nice. now nice. it's time for a new heist. And we do that. And that sounds like that could be uh, fun. Yeah. If the system is like quick and helping you do that. Which it is. Perfect. Because I was going to say, because the other possibility is that that is the worst thing in the world. <laughs> because again, the, the whole key thing in Forge of the Dark is that you're not supposed to plan. Oh, yeah, is that you're not. And so mm -hmm. you just, we literally like, okay, we're going to, like, we had been doing some groundwork to like establish some stuff about the heist. Um, yeah. And so we just went, we let, okay, let's put all that on the shelf. Now we're doing a new heist. The new heist is get this guy out of jail. And we can't just like Perfect. break in and bust him out because our problem is already that our heat is too high. We need to like get into their system, their okay. computer system, and <laughs> unarrest him so that he can walk free and not be like on the run. Because he, because if right, he's on the, the run, already too high, and because if he's on the run, he's just like in our community. He's bringing more police to it, and again, everything is community yeah. focused. Yeah, that's true. So it, it, it us, isn't enough to just get get him out. Yeah, it isn't enough to get him out, and that's neat. Yeah. And that connects with the last thing that I want to talk about, which is milestones. Um, in Ford, in the in Blades of the Dark, when you advance, one of the things you can yeah. do is take you have like um, you have playbook abilities, and you can take more playbook abilities. Yeah, Neon Black has playbook abilities, but they're called milestones, and you okay. take one when you start, and the only way you get other ones are when you do the thing that narratively would allow, like, have it happen to you. Oh! So, that's interesting. Almost like a key. Yeah. So, from uh, Lady Blackbird. Yeah. So, like, for example, um, if, you, if I scroll down to, I'm playing the operator, who's, like, the driver or drone pilot. And How weird. I know. That doesn't sound like you at all. I know. It's really wild. <laughs> um, and so, when I... Scroll down to the milestones. I started with the you own a garage. So if you hadn't okay. taken it at the beginning, you would have to buy a garage. <laughs> yeah, not not easy to do. <laughs> one of them is you suffer. One of them is you've like the, there's a there's a, an, a, a milestone called hotshot and you get it because you've suffered a calamity while driving or piloting. Nice. Um, nice. There's one called I quit. <laughs> that almost every playbook has where when you quit your okay. job you get you lose some resources but you get a free downtime <laughs> action because you have more time oh because you've got more time because you quit because yeah. yeah. you quit um there's one yeah. where when you in in action if you protect an automaton or drone then you bond with it and it like follows you home oh that's cute yeah <laughs> and so there's a lot more there's a lot more things that you have to like do by doing them yeah, that's cool. That's very fun. And so all of these things kind of build into this very community-focused, very narrative-focused Forge yeah. in the Dark game that just is sort of like, it's singing for me in a way that a lot of other Forge in the Dark games haven't yet. That's awesome. That's awesome. That sounds like it's a lot of fun. Yeah, and there's just like a lot of really, there's a lot of really fun stuff about it. It's like, yeah. It's just, it's just hitting all of the right cyberpunk tropes and not hitting all the bad ones, like getting like getting chromed up and adding uh, cybernetic enhancements doesn't like drain your humanity or whatever. Like 
It just makes you better. Are, are at doing you suggesting things. that 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 having uh, that it's bad that a lot of cyberpunk has that having <laughs> accessibility aids makes you less of a person? Are you saying yeah, that's a bad a, thing that cyberpunk does as a genre for some reason? It's a weird. It's a weird move. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. The, the, but yeah, there's another. I think I think we both know that our opinion on that is that that is bad and that it yeah. is good to. Uh. uh Use your body in whatever way you want to use it. I'm just like Doesn't scrolling. Make you less human, my God. I'm scrolling through these, uh, through these play the playbooks, and they and like across, yeah. almost across the board, they all have like the tech has like a workshop in the community where people come in and like you work on stuff for them, or like the um the doctor has a community hospital, the operator has nice. a, a garage where they fix cars. The yeah. um the, the one of them is a uh, a streamer where you play as like a an influencer for in the community. Great. It's so good. They're all just so good. But but content creators are only a drain on their community. No. James. I know. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> but uh yeah, I just I'm, I'm loving this game. It, there's that a lot of awesome. This one's really fun. There's a lot of really good stuff and uh yeah. It's just it's it goes to show you that like it I think there's a lot of way I think my 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 overall point if I can have meandered now for almost 30 minutes is like <laughs> there's a lot of ways where you can just take mechanics in a game and tweak them just a little bit and kind of like yeah. snap things into place uh for yeah, a specific absolutely. genre or or play style. Yeah. I think that I think that uh lots of times people look to like really big changes. Yeah. And and want to be doing like that really big change. But sometimes you just adjust a little knob a little bit and then suddenly it's like, oh, this game now works and does exactly what we wanted it to do. Yeah. Yeah. Um and yeah, it's just like it I'm a i am I appreciate that the game isn't afraid to like say, This is the genre, do the genre. If you don't do this, you're doing yeah. it wrong. Or like Yeah. My character has like your characters all have plot armor, <laughs> which is you have you have armor <laughs> armor, net armor, and plot armor. And okay. and plot armor is just a, a way for you to like you a lot of the milestones. Um, all they do is like you tick your plot armor for the session and it lets you do a cool okay. thing without having to roll. And so that's all perfect. It is. And it's like it's yeah. just like a one free. And like that's good. Yeah. Like what's my, wrong? With, like that's it's so good. My character has yeah. an ability where they can tick a box, tick the plot armor box and I get to just jack hi, like hijack a car or 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 hack perfect. something. Once per session. That's like, in some ways, that's like how these games should be. Like, you know, the ranger problem from D&D. Like, I know I I know we try not to always be talking D&D, especially because they're. Watsi's the worst (laughs) for a thousand different reasons. Um, But the ranger problem of D&D is like, if you have a ranger then nature and tracking and exploration mm. tasks are easy. And if you don't have one, then no one is interested <laughs> in tracking or exploration tasks. Yeah. And so like, there's something to be said for games like just going, Hey, uh, you are very good at doing this thing. You want to do this thing. You can do this thing. X number of times a session. Yeah. Enjoy. Yeah. And then like, if there's if there needs like after you've done it a couple times, then maybe there's some doubt if you can keep doing it or yeah. something. But like 
you shouldn't have to be questioning whether you can do your cool thing as a character. I played I have played exactly one game of Knights Black Agents and I okay. played as the hacker character. I made exactly yeah. a short session at a convention. I made exactly one role to hack a thing and I failed that role. Yeah. And so that... I literally did not do the one thing that my character was good at. Yeah, and, and like there there's there's some wiggle room to that obviously yeah. of like rolling and, and like then like oh you did it and there's a negative consequence or you found something that you don't like but like conversely you know, it, we like conversely in, in my thing is like in my last neon black game we were you know doing a car chase because we had we had stolen a cop car yeah. to get access to the police system to hack them. perfect everyone's in it we've the police are chasing us we've flown up way above the city the 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 sort of the the fixer who's the violent guy he sets an off. He sets off an EMP, which knocks out all of the, the the flying cars. We all start to fly to the ground. He turns to me and goes, "You're the person who fixes cars, right? You can do that to get this car going before we hit the ground." <laughs> I assumed you could do that. This is the one thing you do, and I went, "You're this right. I can." Do, right? And I checked my plot armor box and said, "I do it." And it was just yeah. like a great cinematic Perfect. moment. Amazing. Because of course I would. I shouldn't <laughs> fail in that moment. No, because that would be boring because then everyone dies. And so if I if I had if I had but but also if I had checked if that box earlier, then maybe I'd already done a big cool hack and then it should make sense yeah. for me to roll like. Exactly. I don't know. It's just it's so good. That sounds great. That sounds great. I, I'm I would definitely be interested in playing that someday. Yeah. Uh, where needless to say, I would probably be the, the violent guy. <laughs> Thanks, I, I also I also have developed a type of character that I play. Yeah. Oh, the one, yeah. the one, the one used to be the talky guy, but not anymore. <laughs> and now that's the character I play. Yeah. Um, yeah. One of the characters that <laughs> just as there's also a whole bunch of community contacts that are great. Yeah. And it is a perfect example before we move on. One of them is a, because these are characters who like are in your community. You can go to them for jobs and stuff like that. One of yeah. them is a sentient vending machine. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> and that tells the vibe in a pretty big way. Yeah, that like you've got like that. It should be fun and light. <laughs> yeah, so that's that. I like Neon it, Black. I highly recommend it. It's maybe my favorite uh, the Fortune Dark game. That's awesome. Uh, well, I'll check it out, and we'll we'll have it in the show notes and all of that. All right. Now I guess we need to talk about the about the big question. Yeah, about the future, the cyberpunk. Future. Now that we're done talking about the the cyberpunk present. Yeah. Uh, time to talk about the cyberpunk future. Uh I so at this at the very end of last year, uh Pasiones Los Pasiones uh started shipping out all sorts of different places. Mm -hmm. Uh pre-orders are now uh are now live. That you can if you miss the Kickstarter, you can go pre-order to to have the game for uh for February 14th, Ooh. official release day, Valentine's Day. Nice. Uh, I still have Tormentas that is chugging along so nicely. Like El Talento is done. Uh, El Santo's done. Uh, El Abuelo's done. Like really just check marking through some very, very fun stuff. Uh, and a, a bunch of writing is done for it. Uh, and so Pasión is going to be done this year completely. And that's a weird feeling. Hmm. Uh, it's a very exciting feeling, but it's also like very weird to be like. Since episode six been working this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's been a while. And so like I almost 
don't have a goal with Pasión for like the first time ever because it's just in line. It's just in work. It's just going to be just going to be. Can I make a suggestion? Yeah, sure. Pasión 2. <laughs> Pasión Just roll right Pasión into Harder. it. Just roll right into second edition. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I know enough about what doesn't work about Passion okay. to start Passion 2 yet. Nothing doesn't work about it. It's a flawless game. <laughs> it's, it's the perfect game. Yeah. No, it's not true. Um, but uh, Passion 2, but yeah. based on the OGL. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you'll, use a, you'll use a 20-sided die. I'll give a whole bunch of money to, to Wizards. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's going to be great. It's going to be great. 2023, the year we sell out. <laughs> Hey, we've we've been ready. Yeah, we've been asking. <laughs> just just need a bid. <laughs> um, yeah, let's be clear about that. We've always been ready to sell out. No one wants yeah. to buy. That yeah. <laughs> to be clear, we are willing to sell any IP that we have. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Disney, if you're listening, we know you Protean, are. Protean City. So, someone Protean at Disney City. is listening. <laughs> Someone's got to be. Someone's got to be. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Just in case you want a second cinematic superhero <laughs> universe. We're just saying, you know. We'll do a crossover with PJ Masks. We're open. Yeah. <laughs> we should not cross over with PJ Masks. Okay. We're too sad and scary for that. So, besides, so uh, wrap so, up Passion. So yeah, so like, yeah, wrap up Passion. And like, that's kind of like, uh, like I'm not trying. I'm not saying that that my goal going into this was to be a one hit wonder. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, that's gonna be the biggest game that I make. Yeah, you went in. <laughs> you went into tabletop game design, trying to write the greatest tabletop game ever, and you just did it. <laughs> no, why well, keep going? Not... <laughs> Once you've achieved perfection, well, I I, I enjoy designing down. games. <laughs> I enjoy designing games, but like. I I got to say like I I am not I'm not sitting here going like all right Pasión is is coming towards done I know exactly what game I want to do next you know like Radcrawl is uh one map away from its <laughs> first release Ooh. uh I spent like 45 minutes today spread out through the day at different points trying to make my make the mapping software I wanted to use make something that I liked and it didn't, so I'm probably going to just draw it, which I don't know how to draw maps. <laughs> so that'll either be the work of a couple of, you know, the work of two hours, or I'll need to learn an entirely new skill, depending <laughs> upon how much, <laughs> depending upon how things go. Um, uh, I've got, I've, I think I can do it. Um, but once that's out, like once the, the initial version is out, it's rolling, rolling updates, which is what I want to be doing with it. Because I want to play around with some stuff, put it out and have people be able to like add it to their toy box. You know, I think I think the, my vibe for 2023 is like is a little more casual mm. and a little more like toy boxy. Yeah, if that makes sense. Like I, I want I want to make to make and play with neat things that you bang together as opposed to like um taking on like really big central objects right yeah little like, little less Pasión, business a little more rock and roll 
but like, but <laughs> yeah, like, but yeah, like yeah. kids bop rock and roll. A little less conversation. Okay. A little more kids bop rock and roll. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Uh, but so so like, in like you know I've, I've talked about like XOXO in the past, and like that's like a single game that is the game, right? Mm-hmm. Versus like having like either some little mini sort of games like i st- i still want to do uh can't handle the heat uh i i still uh which is uh the too hot to handle uh game but i don't know like that's going to be it's going to be like a small game like uh yeah. 2023 is the year where you you sh- you have that anime moment of throwing off the weighted uh armor that you're wearing the whole time of <laughs> Passion and Rad Crawl, and you become light, and you follow your whims, and you work on on whatever little game is here or there. And, like and kind of, and like Passion is, is has never been like a weight yeah. that has made me uh, like feel upset. I love Passion so much, but like it is different going like, all right, I've made a playbook. Now I need to write four pages of how to play this playbook. Yeah. Also, this playbook has to work. <laughs> it needs to be fully filled out. Uh, we need to get it play tested. Yada, like you know, just like everything. Like the play sets are it's super easy to sit down and make a play set. It that is one of the features that we put into it. And I need to make anytime I sit down to make a play set, it's like I need to make a play set. I need to make sure that the NPCs don't overlap functionally. I need to make sure that the moves don't overlap functionally. Uh, I need to come up with some kind of a system and probably write a little essay about it. Yeah. Uh, Versus like going, hey, here's a magic item. Now you have it. I give it to you. 2023. In like re- the year Brandon makes games that don't work. Yeah, games that don't work and like games that don't work and games that don't require like tons of supplemental material to them. Like not supplemental. The, the book is not supplemental. But yeah. like uh, writing is writing is a different skill. It's, yeah. Writing, it's like, writing it's, a big game like Passion. It involves infrastructure because yeah. it matters if things don't move the way they should. Like people need to have the yeah. guidance and stuff. Yeah. And you need to like make sure that everything connects to each other in like big broad ways, um, which is great. Cause I, I think it, it is a really, if, if I can toot my own horn, I think it is like a really tight game. I played a session of it uh, last week that was so much fun. <laughs> and then like, you know, uh, I do think that the rules encourage that in a really great way. Yeah, but but like also I I could see it being fun sitting around a table, you know, throwing playing cards at each other as we describe re- like over the top reality show drama. That could be fun. Mm. But I don't want someone to I don't want to sit down and write 200 pages on it because <laughs> I don't care about I don't care about that 200 pages worth, you know. Yes, the circle, but everyone is Gambit. Yeah, the circle, but everyone is Gambit is uh less interesting than you'd think actually because in <laughs> they're the all in they separate rooms each other yeah. they're all in separate rooms but they are definitely yeah. throwing explosive cards at walls well because the circle does involve some throwing cards oh, at walls okay yeah people have done that more than once because they're isolated in a room only allowed to chat with each other on a computer occasionally mm-hmm. yeah so yeah, card game not explosive works. that's right? true. he doesn't need to it's voice controlled. 
I, I don't think Gambit knows how a computer works. Somebody, somebody, somebody who's uh, who's read some comics. <laughs> Tell me if Gambit knows how a computer works. My gut says no. Um, as as someone who's read some comics, including a lot of Gambit comics, yeah. There's no uh, way. I right? have seen him. I've seen him pilot a spaceship. That's different. That's not a computer. But like, not well. Like, that's, that's not like <laughs> not with that's not a computer. Like, I'm talking yeah, Gambit like sitting way- with a keyboard and mouse. Looking up, opening up Minecraft. Yeah, no way, no yeah. way. Yeah, no, I don't think so. I don't think so. Adding someone to a Google Doc. Yeah, absolutely. He does not, not. know how to do that. <laughs> no, no. Yeah. taking the computer, charging it with energy, and throwing it at the juggernaut to make it explode. Yes, absolutely. Of course. Um, and I, I think that there are some X Men that do know how to use a computer. I I don't know that Gambit oh, yeah. knows how to use his telephone. I'm not saying. Like, I think he. I'm not saying that X-Men can't use their computers or the mutants can't use computers. Just Gambit. Yeah, Gambit specifically. Probably a relatively short list, actually, of mutants that do not know how to use a computer. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Gambit's right there up at the top. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. That is so remember what at the beginning we were like, we should start making some good podcast content. Yeah. I think we just did it. Oh yeah. Done. There we go. Let's pack it up. For the whole year, <laughs> we did we did some we did one good podcast content. Um, <laughs> no, but so, so so kind of like broad strokes. What I want to do is I want to do more cool releases of stuff. Mm-hmm. I want to roll stuff out. I want to like shorten the amount of time between me writing it and someone being able to use it if they want to. Mm-hmm. Um, because that that lag time is tough for me. <laughs> yeah. For my like, for my interest when I'm not on the thing that is like it's rough on the dopamine cycle. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is, and like Twitter's just not hitting anymore for that dopamine cycle. <laughs> Gotta find and a new so, one. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, because I'm not because I'm trying to do less of the discourse, and uh, so yeah, just making things. I think is the goal, which is so broad huh. and useless. Yeah, but I like it though. Yeah. I like making yeah, things. Yeah, like, like making smaller things. Yeah, making yeah, the, the the S on that is like doing a lot of work. Yeah. That like it's making a bunch of different things. And mm. like sometimes going like, hey, I feel like sitting down for five minutes and making a couple masks moves and putting it somewhere that it is like accessible to people. Like I'm I'm not gonna start selling 20 D and D swords. Uh, because but I've always made could. fun of that. <laughs> no, I can't anymore. Well, <laughs> um, <laughs> who knows if I you? can or not? Um, but like, I think it would be fun to like to leverage some of the kind of online space that I'm trying to make on my site, mm-hmm. and like use Notion to kind of be like, hey, uh, instead of this is a tweet that will disappear when I stop caring about it and I go forget this and delete my Twitter. <laughs> being able to go like, hey, I've made some moves for X game. I've made some moves for Y game. Then just kind of have that. I don't know. That's kind of that's kind of where I think I'm currently heading with um with some with the focus right now being getting rad crawl out. And then seeing how much fun I'm having doing character releases. Yeah, because I think I think I'm going to love that. Like come up with a character, design them draw them because now I know how to draw a little bit and then be able to like post like a picture of the character with like here's this new striker and that's that feels so rad to me yeah that's what I want to be in so it's, it's like a rad crawl 
Right. <laughs> How about you? What What are you trying to get out of games this uh, this year? I don't know. I mean, on a very basic level, I'd still really like to finish the space between. I know that 2021 was that year, and 2020 was that year, and 2022 was that year, but I think that 2023 might be that year. I think 2023 could be that year. I, I think I'm very close, and I just need to like spend okay. some time on it. Um, yeah. I got very close to finishing the book. I just need to like That's awesome. crunch out the last little bit of it. Do another pass okay. on the cards. Great. <laughs> Find some art or make some art. Print some cards. Okay. Because again, my, my, my ironically, weirdly, my whole goal with, with A Space Between has always been to get the game as a physical product in my own hands. Yeah. And to no, yes. maybe nobody else's. And maybe nobody else's. And, and that, that's fine also. Yeah. I want to have it as a game that I can bring to conventions and play with people. <laughs> or and make other people play. I don't want to play it. but And not let uh, Jeff and I play Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I yeah you, wanna, you wanna have one copy of the not, game so that we are being actually kept from playing it's it. It's not fun if, if it's just a game that's out there to keep you from yeah, playing yeah. it. But if it's one game... <laughs> yeah. It's it's the only game. Yeah, it's got to be physical. <laughs> I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna yeah. print it and then and then delete delete the files. all the files. <laughs> um, and perfect. Yeah, so I want to do that. I want to do more. Um, 2022 was a year where I said I need to do less content and more playing for mm-hmm. fun, and I definitely yeah. did that. I started saying yeah. yes to people. Uh, when they when they asked me to play with them on Twitter, I started following nice. through on some of my threats to to run games for people. Um, and so I played a lot more games with a lot more people, and it was a lot of fun. And That's awesome. I want to kind of just rent. And so in in so in for goals for the space, I want to do more interesting things like mixing and matching uh, games. Okay. I really love cool. this thing that my Sunday group does, where we play in the same universe. But in different games yeah. and in different time periods and build that story out. And yeah, that's, that's just, really neat. It's incredibly fun to return to a universe and then be like, wait, is that NPC the grandchild of one of our other NPCs yeah. of, of our PCs from two games ago? Yes, yes, it is. Okay, cool. Um You, you gotta do like you gotta do that with like a a, a genre that like doesn't fully work for it though. You yeah. got to choose like urban fantasy and we're going to do the entire timeline. So like, <laughs> <laughs> so like it starts out, it's kind of like urban fantasy, but like fantasy. So it's like your peasants. <laughs> yeah. Trying to deal with a werewolf and then your, your space vampires. And so I'm, I'm interested in chasing that a little bit. Like, and I, and I've done a little bit of like, I was running two urban shadows games at the same time yeah. and they were set in the same world. And the only person who knew that nice. was me. <laughs> <laughs> because I had yeah. NPCs going back and forth between them, yeah, um, and interacting with each other, and not in like a huge meaningful way, but in a way that was fun for me. And I want to, yeah. And so I think I'm interested in playing with the way that kind of m- multimedia format or different game formats could interact with each other to kind yeah. of explore to see if there's something there that I want to design. Because I've had a couple okay. game design ideas for like how to build out a kind of. Not cinematic universe, but like something like that. Yeah, but like as a shortcut, because like like th- that's that's what I was almost asking you if if you were kind of making like the X cinematic universe. Yeah, and like I I think there's something there definitely. Mm-hmm. I know there's there's some games that that do 
that like right out essentially like in the in the play the play is making the universe yeah uh and it might be that that's what you're looking for but it could also be that you're talking about something that's like a meta game surrounding other games yeah which i think could also be super neat yeah 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 i i've i've been i've been thinking a lot about like why why has it taken me so long to write a space between (laughs) and like Mm -hmm. some of it is like it's not when everything is all said and done it's not a setting that i love okay it's well i guess the setting is okay it's not a game format that i love i'm not yeah i don't love two-player games i don't love games that are about romance or about okay. relationships like that uh, i don't it's it's a I weird don't like ice I don't really in like my ice. yeah it's a weird <laughs> choice in, in retrospect every piece of it is a kind of a weird choice for me okay the only piece that isn't weird is the card prompting mechanic that is like yeah. a very james thing um yeah to just get like very real for a second i have often questioned like if I am qualified to like, I've never, I've never been in a long distance romance. So like writing a whole game about that has felt a little bit weird. Okay. And I, and so I think that that has been part of the struggle to get it finished. And so I've done a little bit of thinking about like, what, what do I want to do next? What, what is something that is a James game? Like what, like, and I do really love world building games and, and building things that connect games together. So maybe finding a way to do that. So let's see if kind of in in Q1, um, let's see if we can try Returns. to like. Let's 10 exit. Like double click into it. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> like what? I can't even anymore. <laughs> That's the end of the episode. Really, and there's no intro. Really, really drive that NPS. <laughs> God. Um, like. Let's see what we can do to try to like. Finish this, you mm-hmm. know. Like, just uh, like not like not like let's cram out this piece of crap, but like, like knowing perfect is the enemy of good, knowing that you're not fully into it, yeah. Like, but you've done done a ton of work and it's great. People like it. One of the things that I think helps. So let's finish. Let's get it out. Right? Is that I for work? I needed some bit. I needed some playing cards for a game at work. Um, yeah, and. I for like a, a team building activity, and so I went through board game uh, creator or, or board game something or other. Um, it was one of the sites yeah, that yeah. I've been eyeballing, board game maker, um, to to print some cards for a space between. Um, and I was like, oh cool, mm-hmm. I ha- I like I under I I know a place where I can get these printed. Um, and yeah, I quickly threw those cards together, and uh, it's board game maker, board boardgamesmaker.com. Okay. And for twenty dollars, I got this cheap. It was twenty five dollars. I printed a, I printed like forty cards. Um, yeah, for this for this uh, team building experiment thing at work, and getting cards that I had like designed visually and uh, were like real cards. They were tangible things. They came in a cool yeah. box. They were they were glossy. They looked really cool. That really kind of like tickled uh, the parts of my brain that want to see a space between finished because like this is yeah, now yeah. like the idea of getting it physically printed has been this intangible thing in my mind, like the rest of the game. But now, now it's like, it's like, yeah. Oh, I could really see this being a physical game. Yeah. Whether that's where you, you get it from or not. Yeah. Just knowing that like seeing like, Oh, 
I have done things that have caused the creation of cards. Yeah. That means that I can <laughs> do things again to get the creation of cards to happen. Yeah. So that's... That's awesome. Yeah. So I want to I finish it. I want to make a real genuine effort to kind of close it out. Yeah. Um, that's great. Uh, if there's anything I can do to help out with that, do let me know. Yeah, I will. Because then you can come be self-indulgent with me. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Because I think that's maybe, that in some ways, that's the theme. <laughs> yeah, self-indulgence. <laughs> Is like... 2023. Self-indulgence of just, just 2023. Um, of just like having something that we've been working on that's like come into a big fruition. Mm-hmm. And now we can go, all right, n- now what? Now what do we want to build? Now what, what do we want to do right now? That sounds like a 2024 problem. Twenty twenty four. What's next? Yeah, you know what? Yeah, twenty twenty four is like. What's the next thing? Twenty twenty three is like. Let's finish hey, it. Up I've got a thousand ideas and play around a little. Let's bit. finish up this thing, and then play around. Yeah, yeah. and see see what comes out of it. Twenty twenty three. Let's get got into a this new ball pit. <laughs> what is happening? Uh, we're not. We're not trying to come up with a theme. No, I hate themes. <laughs> but. Frog's theme from Chrono Trigger is great, though. Mm. What if? Yeah. <laughs> what if our theme for 2023 was Guile's theme? Is Frog's theme? Oh, Guile's theme. Yeah. I think we should have different things. I think you and I should both get really into Mugen. Yeah. Uh, that like fighting game maker. Oh yeah, yeah. And yeah. you'll make Guile, and it'll be really easy. And I'll make Frog from Chrono Trigger, and it'll be really difficult. And then we fight. Hmm. What if yeah, I? I bet. What if instead I, I made I a space between to, in Mugen or in Mugen? <laughs> uh, I'm willing to put down five dollars right now that Frog already exists in Mugen. Probably. Okay, so you're not willing to then? Okay. No, I agree. No. Okay. <laughs> we used to. Um, there was. I think it was this. I think it was Mugen. We used to. Um, at work, we had a somebody did a live stream of just two AI fighting each other. And he would pick okay. two, from the entire library of, of fighting characters. He would randomly select two of them and make them fight. Oh, um, salt, salty bets? Yeah, 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 yeah. So I've seen everything. You've seen, you've seen all of it. I've seen horrible things that I wish I could unsee. Yeah, yeah. There's characters that shouldn't there are m- exist fighting each other. <laughs> that should never have existed. Yeah. Uh. Okay, yes. Uh Frog does exist as a chrono as a character for Mugen. Okay. Uh good to know. Just had to know. Just had to know. And that's really what we wanted. Yeah. And it, it is it is something, isn't it, that without any self-reflection, at, at the word theme, I was like, hey, frog knights. And that is like my starting place for a rad crawl. Yep. You know what's actually something I've been thinking about? This is this is like a, a a thought that might lead into an episode some other time. I think that I've screwed up Uh-oh. with how I'm doing the first season of Rad Crawl. Uh oh. Because I started by going, I'm going to make two teams that are thematically connected to it, like to themselves, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that in doing so, I've made characters that are less different and less interesting. Hmm. I think thinking in terms of teams is a mistake. Mm. and that I should instead be thinking in terms of creating a wide roster and having players make their teams maybe even with some kind of like 
I don't know, like team management style mini game for people that want to get into that. That's just what I've been thinking about as I look at my files of like four frogs that look real similar to each other. <laughs> because because I'm not because I'm not a, a super super involved uh, artist. But uh, but yeah, so I think we need more. I think I need to make things that are less similar to each other. And then like, you know, build maybe build out like little teams as time goes. Mm -hmm. But like I shouldn't have five frogs, five pirates, five vampires, you know, because that's that's much more boring, I think. Than a than a wider breadth of characters. Hmm. Yeah. I wonder, I'm not gonna like cancel anybody that I'm not gonna like cancel so anything that's already made. We're canceling. We're canceling Radcrawl. <laughs> Starting over. Um, yeah. Yeah. Did not get another season. No. Season, season one and season one didn't release. I wonder yeah. if I wonder if going smaller. Hmm. No. Never mind. Like like. <laughs> Like, like having like smaller teams that, or like, like like having what if you like instead of like if, if we knew that a team was five players, like having yeah. two frogs who are siblings and then three yeah. pirates that were like the last of their crew. And so like when you're choosing characters, you might have to split up brothers or split up this old pirate crew or make yeah. them play with each against each other. I think that's where it's at is like doing like more of like almost like a soul caliber thing. Yeah. Or I guess like like an Overwatch thing of like these are characters that might have thematic connections. Mm -hmm. They might have they they have relationships to each other. Um, and I think I'm I'm like I'm not gonna delete content that I have because I don't produce content. I'm not a machine that produces content quickly enough that I can delete stuff. That's right. Everybody nod uh, and agree. Brandon is not a machine who produces content. Yeah, we all agree. We all agree. There's we all no agree. way that Bri that Brandon is a machine. Yeah, that's true. Um, but uh, like I think I think the next step I, I've I've had like, I've got like the next like four seasons planned out, and then I saw the minis next to each other. They're all the same, and I was like, I need to scrap the next four seasons mm -hmm. <laughs> and start over entirely on my planning. Okay, uh, but I think that'll be I think that'll be more fun. Yeah, yeah. And I, I think also uh, in that same spirit of fewer big releases, more little releases, I think I need to think less in terms of, I think I Quarters. will have like seasons and no. Yep. <laughs> uh, I mean, that's probably, that, that would be like the timing if I'm able to get it together for a season, right? My plan, uh, my, my new plan for 2023 is how can I turn just business shenanigans into tabletop games? My my plan for 2023 is to learn SQL and refuse to call it anything but Squeakwool. <laughs> uh, that's that's my my plan. The problem the yeah. problem with that is that's probably a different it's product. Oh, you're probably right. <laughs> you're probably right. I mean, it, 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 are you looking up Squeakwool right now? Yeah, I, I think you're only going to find that. Alvin in the Chipmunks. You don't know how to spell it. Squeak. Squeak. And then wool, as in like a sequel. Yeah, I mean it's definitely I'm getting a lot of chipmunks. Yeah, you're gonna get you're gonna get a lot of chipmunks. The problem is anytime you mispronounce any business thing, that's a business. That's a company. 
That's terrible. I hate business. I don't hate business. Yeah, I hate Silicon business. Valley was I do. I don't know why I pretended that I didn't hate business for a second because I do hate business. I love it. Capitalism is bad. I don't know. Yeah, but but like a good kind of bad. No, <laughs> no. Cor- cor- James is gonna make like the corporate culture LARP game. Yeah. <laughs> corporate culture is already think, a LARP. I just think it's there. Yeah. I just think it. I think there's something there. I think there's something there that's. That's gameable. There is, and it already exists, and it's mission accomplished, and it's so much fun. Okay, mission fair, accomplished fair, fair, by fair. Jeff Stormer. Yeah, that's what it is. Well, yeah. why don't we end on that then? Go buy Mission yeah. Accomplished. Definitely go buy Mission Accomplished. Uh, pre-order Pasión de los Pasiones if you feel like it. Uh, and you will never get to play the Space Between because uh, James is making not, one copy yeah. and not letting anyone use it. So while, uh, so if you forget where any of those things are. If you can't remember where to mm. to uh, to buy, if you can't remember who wrote um, Mission Accomplished, or if you can't remember who wrote uh, Passion, um, you can reach out to us. Uh, when I inevitably forget to put the link to Neon Black in the show notes, you could definitely reach out to us uh, <laughs> on Twitter, where together we are at Stop Hack and Roll, or individually I am at and the Meltdowns, and I'm at Bilayun Gambetta. You can find our uh, podcast episodes uh, and. So much less on www.stopbackandroll.com. We make this podcast with the support of our Patreon backers, folks like Greg Walters, Rogue Schindler, Ryan Goldstein, Marty Chadoric, Alice Kira, Jason Detman, The Flying Minotaur, Riverhouse Games, Jens Brower, and J.R. Brebson. If you'd like to help the show and our future sh- or any of our future shows, check us out at patreon.com slash stopbackandroll. If you'd like to support us without uh, getting involved in any of that uh, capitalism stuff, uh, consider joining our community and helping us out by exchanging ideas and building things with us. Uh, you can find that at uh, discord.stopbackandroll.com or tinyurl.com slash shrdiscord. It's been a couple of weeks. Yeah. <laughs> and I didn't pull up the thing. It's been longer than that, I think. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Since la- It's been since last year. Yeah, since last year. Yeah. So as you're sitting there with uh, Passion and Mission Accomplished in your sh- online shopping cart. Trying to remember what else you wanted to buy or do. I can help you remember. Don't forget to stop, hack, and roll.